With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Wednesday, May 11, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up Ray G. And I appreciate you being here. Jay Rich is making sure I'm good as we start the show. Good morning, Joe, Marlon, Ricardo, Adam, Ty in the building, Row, Row, uh, Adrian, Lindsey, Matt. Good morning to you. Mike A, just win, baby. The late, great Al Davis, John in the building, Shane, Joe, L. Wood, James. Yes, the algorithm. Comment, like, all that good stuff. If you're watching, hit... If you're already here, just hit the thumbs up button, like the content, all that good stuff. Evan, how are you? Uh, this is Jasmine. She has no picture on her thing today. But what's going on, Big Shy? How y'all doing this morning? What's uh, what's going down in these fantasy football, NFL football, USFL football streets? It's Q&A Wednesday. It's hump day. This is the show for you, the people. Y'all tap in every morning. We appreciate you being here. So we want to take some time to answer some of the burning questions that you may have. Ray, where do you have this player ranked? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? All of that good stuff. We're going to do that today. Uh, possibly spread some fake news depending on how we feel. I don't know, Jay. Jay, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, it's funny that you talk about like people asking about rankings and this player or that player. Everyone wants to know about who do I draft? Do I make mm. this trade? Do I take this person in the rookie draft? If mm-hmm. I have all these picks, what do I do? People are apparently still in rookie draft mode. So we got a lot of rookie draft questions today. So we'll be talking, you know, rookie draft strategy. Like you talked about trading this player and these picks for that player. Mm -hmm. A lot of different things going on today, but it'll be a good show, informative. And most importantly, man, happy to see everybody tuning in today. It's a good day. It's a good hump day. day, It's a good day. It's hump day. You know, we're at that point in the week. Jay, I've got to admit to you, man, it's a topic that we talked about on here. um, One of the more polarizing topics that we've ever had. And I still don't know, I don't know if we have uh, consensus on it, 
So, somebody yesterday in the comments said like they were like pissed off that we didn't start what was on the thumbnail of the show until 14 minutes in the show. He was like, oh. yeah, yeah, he was he was pissed, man. He was he was very upset. But um, I tried this shower thing last night, man, with uh, just the bar of soap. Just use it. I can't do it, man. I got out and I didn't feel clean, Jay. I don't. I okay. I, I don't get it. I I can't. I'm gonna put a poll out on Twitter. Let the Twitter people tell, like, let let them decide. I, no, you're, I gonna, you're not to gonna. Without... What you're gonna do is you're not actually gonna get an answer. You're gonna find out who your audience is. That's that's ultimately that, that's what, what it is. I you. can't do it, dog. I can't. I kept dropping it. It kept falling on the ground. It wouldn't stand my hand. And I'm just, just use shower gel. Why do you use a bar? It's of the soap? same shit, man. It's still yeah, just. Yeah, but but you're you're if you're going. Because it keeps well, it on your hand. It just, you, it the just, bar of soap you rub it just, together. Then, then I just, you, you I don't know. The, I don't know the. I don't know the appropriate amount of shower gel to use. I've never done this. Oh, just bare think hand. about it, Ray. This is this is about getting clean, my man. There's no there's no maximum here. This is about you use that shower gel until you're clean. And that's I try, what it's about. It's so funny because all I did was think about the YouTube chat. I was <laughs> and I couldn't stop. I was like, this is what they do. Like, how do you, I just I I. I refuse to believe that is the the CDC recommended way to to hygiene yourself. I refuse to believe it, man. Again, maybe JD it's a, in the comments. Ray maybe, got Egglor hands. May, I love it. Maybe I love it's it. perfect. What did he say? What did he say? Ray got Egglor hands. You got no oh, hands. Get the hell out of here, man. Who said that, JD? Hell no, man. JD, I got no Aguilar hands, man. Get out of here, man. Um, no bubbles, no. Okay, I don't want to piss anybody off. I didn't. I didn't tune in to hear Ray talk about a, a thinking about people in the shower trying to wash with a bar of soap. I just don't. I don't get it, man. It must be a cultural thing. I need the little square washcloth. I need it. I feel better when I get out. It just wasn't a good experience, man. Now I will say slightly more efficient as far as timing is concerned because you don't have to worry about lathering up the cloth right slightly what? more efficient just didn't you I, in I, a hurry maybe i walked out of it feeling like i drafted james cook like in the top 10 yeah. like it just it didn't david feel bell, good maybe yeah it felt like drafting david bell in the first it just didn't feel good right like it's efficient i like it just just not for me but neither here nor there is that what people wanted to is that what the q a session was for is that what people sent in shit about today we or actually I just... did not get any non-fantasy football related questions which was okay. surprising you'd think with the q a people would just start asking us random shit but nope they are very dedicated to their cause the reason why they're here is to get answers right so hopefully you prepared you dove deep you read these questions beforehand and you are yes, ready i am ready these wait, wait we, the got, we got rico rico Super chat. Let's go. Is there an NFL coach that you actually believe when they speak to us in the offseason? Probably not. Depends Probably. on who you're talking about. Because if there's one thing I do believe, right? Okay. I believe that Kenneth Walker is not ready for a third down roll. And the reason why is because Pete Carroll talks very highly of all of his players, regardless of who that player is. So if he's speaking bad about a player... They are probably really struggling. Again, it's early, but to hear him just outwardly say that after what did a couple he say? Of days mini camp, what did he say? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear. What did he say? He basically said that Kenneth Walker may not have a third down roll out the gate, like he's struggling in pass protection and all these things. Like it is coach speak, but I don't hear Pete Carroll say too many bad things about his players very often. So I think from that perspective, if they're saying good things, you maybe just ignore it. But if they're not saying good things, that's when you have to pay attention. Like. 
you just go back to Mike Zimmer talking about Kellen Mond and you're like, yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, not yeah, a ringing endorsement, right? No matter what, at what point in time it's said, right? So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Probably not. I mean, it's it's May. They're just saying stuff. Like the, the, the most... The most damning comment I've heard over the past couple of days was the Bills GM or whomever it was talking about James Cook. That that's the what one that? where I that's the one where I was like, all right, that sounded pretty legit. It wasn't the coach. It was it was higher ups. But we'll we'll see. You yeah. didn't hear what he said? No. Well, they, he was talking about the selection of James Cook, and he legitimately said, "We believe and we view James Cook to be a very good sub back." That if we decide to give him a few carries, we think he can handle the workload. But we like his pass catching and the the way that he was utilized as a receiver. Um, but pretty much said like he ain't coming in starting. You know this is yeah. still this is still Motor's role, and we like James Cook to be able to spell him uh, taking carries out of the backfield. We like his versatility in the receiving game. It seemed pretty legit yeah. when I heard it. Like you know again. It's May. He's going to be on the field. But uh, that one sounded pretty legit. Of all the things I heard that have heard, you know, over the over the past couple of days, past couple of weeks, that's the one where I was like, all right, that that seemed legit. But go ahead. What do people want to know, man? Talk to me, man. Talk to me, Jay. So the first question is from Big Rod on Twitter. And he okay. said, would you trade the 104 and 201 for A.J. Dillon and the 107? Would I trade 104? In 201, in 201 for AJ, AJ Dillon, Dillon in 107. 107. Let's say, would you trade Garrett Wilson and we'll see? We'll see. Garrett Wilson and David Bell. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Garrett Wilson and David Bell for AJ Dillon and Kenny Pickett as and your Kenny worst Pickett, case, probably at 107. Or, or Sky Moore or Jameson No, not Williams. or Sky Moore. Jamo Jamo. J-Mo, no, can it, can you're, it be J- you're getting Kenny Pickett. <laughs> you're getting All right. Kenny Pickett. You're not getting J-Mo. You're not getting Sky. You're stuck with Kenny Pickett. I, I don't care, man. That one is – that's all. You got to pick a side. Do you, want, do you want Garrett Wilson and your boy, David Bell, or yeah. A.J. Dillon and Kenny Pickett? I, Jay. I, okay, if it's me, I'm taking AJ Dillon. I'm just. That's, I was gonna that's say Dillon and Pickett. Dillon, Dillon and Pickett. Dillon and Pickett. AJ Dillon could be the best AJ player Dillon in and this Pickett. trade. Period. AJ right? Dillon like, and Pickett. But I like Garrett you're, you're Wilson. Making but I'm happy to take AJ at, you're making me pick Kenny Pickett. You're making me pick Pickett at seven when that could be JMO. and that that's a little bit different well, than Kenny Pickett. I, if you want to say it could be Sky, I would agree with you. Assuming it's JMO, I think is a little optimistic. Then you're praying Pickett goes ahead of JMO, which we wouldn't do. We wouldn't take. So I, I'm thinking like for me. You assume it's Pickett, maybe you yeah. assume it's Sky, and that's more to your fancy. But either way, you're still taking the AJ Dillon yeah, side. Yeah, the AJ way. Dillon side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy. Okay, one. so now the next one, still pretty easy. We're starting you off pretty soft. If you had the first four picks in this year's rookie draft, can't trade them, tried mm-hmm. to trade them. You know, you went all in. You had the first four picks. How would you approach your rookie draft, regardless of kind of what you're doing in your situation? Now, they did comment they do have picks 10 and 12, so you could, you know, both yeah. wide receiver there. But let's say you had picks one through four. Who would you be taking? Um, I think whether it's your personal preference and then also for a team build perspective, if that is different at all. Oh, I'm, I'm taking the two running backs, Walker and uh, Walker and Brees Hall, no doubt. And then I'm taking my pick of two top wide receivers. And for me, that's Drake London and Traylon Burks. So that's how I would approach it. 
Now, given the fact that you still have, uh, you know, later picks in the first round, there'll be wide receivers there, whether that's Christian Watson, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson. You'll have your choice of one of those guys, right? Uh, so if you are in a super flex league and were absolutely desperate, your quarterbacks were terrible, and you needed somebody at that 104 spot, you can make a case for Kenny Pickett, right? I don't have Kenny Pickett that high in my personal rankings, but if you're rolling out Jared Goff, Mitchell Trubisky, Baker Mayfield, Drew Locke, like your quarterbacks are just depleted and you need you know, a solid super flex asset. I don't think Pickett is bad. I think he could eventually, you know, ceiling top 18 kind of quarterback, 15 type of quarterback. Um, I think he could have a top 12 season, but it wouldn't be on the back of his play. It would be on the back of everyone around him, right? And the offense and kind of all humming together. Uh, but I think that really is his ceiling overall. And uh, But I think you're right. You know, I'd probably go that direction as well. He was asking more so, would you take three wide receivers because we are big fans of the wide receivers in no, the class. But no, no, I no, think no. to your point, you take you take the two running backs yeah. and then your two favorite wide receivers, whoever those two guys I, are. I talked to uh, my uh, the co-host of the FTN Fantasy Pod, uh, Josh Larkey, yesterday and asked him why he hates Kenneth Walker so much um, and why he's on this quest to uh, destroy the good name of Kenneth Walker. And, you know, even, yeah. even though there are a lot of people who aren't as high on him, man, like there are a lot of people who are concerned about – his ability to be an elite asset because of the lack of a receiving profile. And I think right now that's sort of when you're talking about big contention points amongst amongst the rookies, it's what's Kenneth Walker's, what's his role going to be, man? Like, let's like, Jay, real talk, bro. Like, and, and we talk about this all the time. Just because a player didn't do it in college doesn't mean he can't do it in the NFL. Maybe he just wasn't asked to do it at Michigan State or Wake Forest. But if he's not going to get targeted, you know, if he's not going to be involved in the receiving game, I mean, you you are truly betting on him to be Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, levels of efficient. And I don't think he's that running back. I don't think he's Nick Chubb. I don't believe he's Derrick Henry. I I know more and more people are getting concerned, Jay. That's that's basically what it boils down. I don't know how you feel. I've got my fair share of Walker across a handful of leagues, man. I guess I'm not as worried yet because of the surrounding cast on those particular rosters. But are you like legitimately concerned about, you know, Seattle? His development? About not even just his development, but the role, right? You you talked about Pete Carroll just said this shit about him not being ready on for third downs. Like you want those running backs who are on the field in two-minute drill situations, who are on the field um, to, to, to catch passes, to deploy this pass-catching web, like you want that. That's that's what makes your running back elite and not just, you know, middle of the pack, man. Like, is there is there legitimate concern here, or is it all just overreaction, it's going to be all right? So there's two concerns as far as I'm concerned. One is obviously the profile, right? Kenneth Walker's profile is not really – a situation that we see and look at and be like, okay, cool, he can maybe do it at the next level. I get there's the A.J. Dillon comps and all these things, but the difference with Green Bay and Seattle is that Green Bay still had a history of throwing to the running back in some respect, whatever that is. Ray, you may not even know this, and the people may not know this, but the running backs had less targets last year in Seattle than Will Disley. Will Disley was the tight end two for Seattle last season. He had 26 targets. DJ Dallas had 23 targets. Travis Homer had 20 targets. We're talking about like a ceiling of maybe 50 targets for Kenneth Walker in this offense. And this offense is probably going to be worse than it was last season. 
again, it's not to say that he can't do it, but even if he can do it, they haven't really shown that they like to throw to the running back a ton. I know that if I look back to last season, I bet Chris Carson had quite a few targets because I know that he had that the year before. But this past year, we're just looking at a guy who didn't see a whole lot. Last season, or two seasons ago, Chris Carson had 46 targets. Again, that's, like I said, 50 targets. If they all go to one guy, next highest was Carlos Hyde with 20 targets, DJ Dallas with another 20 targets. I think the question remains is like, DJ Dallas and Travis Homer are still there. Is he going to beat out these guys that are, you know, multi-year pros that have kind of developed in that third down role in this offense to get that playing time? And even if he does get that playing time, is he looking at more than a 40 target ceiling if he can even do it? And, and that's where I struggle with, with Kenneth Walker overall is even if he can do it, we're not going to see 60 targets. We're not going to see 50 targets potentially even. It may be him getting some targets and then Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, whoever getting, you know, 20 or 30 on the other end, especially early on, because he's going to be the guy who struggles in pass protection. And these are the guys going to be on the field early. So that's where I struggle with Walker. And I think there's two reasons not to like his receiving profile is the team he's playing for, along with his actual history in college. Yeah, man. I Listen, I get it. Like, there's no doubt. You just turn around and hand him the ball. I think he's the best. Just just turn around and hand it to him. There's nobody better in the class, right? But he just he, we haven't seen it at all, man, at all. And um, it's 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 a hell of a leap to just assume that he's going to go from the collegiate level and not do something, and then just waltz into the NFL and be asked to do those things, um, especially when. You know, this isn't fantasy, right? You know, for in, in fantasy football, you plug one running back into that slot and you can't take him out throughout your matchup yeah. on Sunday, right? But in the NFL, if you've got capable, proven players that fit a role, like there's no need to, to make him do something that, A, he's either not good at at this stage of his career. That doesn't mean he can't develop into that later. We're not... This isn't an indictment on Kenneth Walker's potential long-term career, but if early he's not, that's really not his skill set, Then, and you've got players on your team that can fit that role, then ask those guys to do it. DJ Dallas, you get on the field in third down. Travis, whomever that running back is for whatever situation. Um, so I think we, we you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people in the comments talk about, I like Walker, but I'm not taking him that high. I got him ninth overall. I got him seventh overall. Josh Larkey has him like eight or ninth overall. So... I can make the case uh, for any of those guys. And what we talk about, Jay, is in, in a normal year, I'm telling y'all right now, right now, next year with the prospects that we have in the 2023 class, Jay, with the potential talent of we know it's Bijan Robinson. Uh, we know it's Bijan Robinson. If Jameer Gibbs has the requisite size, we know it's going to be Gibbs. Sean Tucker. If y'all haven't watched Sean Tucker tape, just go to Justin Bombs has plenty of Sean Tucker out there. Just go to YouTube and just speed, size, receiving ability, everything. Like he's one of my favorite running backs in the class. Point is with those guys, with Evans, with A-Chain, like the, we're not going to have this conversation next year, right? Like if there's going to be a year where I advocate for taking a wide receiver over running backs. If you're going to play that game where you take wide receivers over quarterbacks, you got the running back, some of the running backs down lower, like this is the year to do it. It's This is the year to swing for the home run with the wide receivers because there's no way in hell, Jay, that I can envision myself next year. I don't care how good Jackson Smith and Jigba is, how good Kayshawn Boutte is, how good Jordan Addison may be. 
if Tucker and Gibbs and Robinson and Evans and A-Chain, if they are viewed as the running backs that are going to get that draft capital, round two draft capital, they're much, they're far superior prospects than what we saw this year. Like, Bijan Robinson is a better prospect, in my opinion, than Brees Hall. Like, I'm not taking any wide receiver over those running backs, and I'm damn sure not taking them over a Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So the point is, if you want to play the wide receiver over Kenneth Walker game, this is your year to get it out. Like, this is your year to do it. Just just go for it. Swing for the fences because I don't think you're missing out. Like, in, do you think he's top six? Top six potential in Dynasty for no. Kenneth Walker? No, I, Bre- I don't now, see it. Now, if I, if I ask you that with Brees Hall, you're saying, hell yeah, right? Easy. He's already, he's in the top six right well, I'm now. Just, I'm just saying production-wise. Right? Production-wise. Yeah, you think, I think he can get there for sure. Do you think Walker could get there? Top six. No. I don't not without a massive touchdown year, which again, we can't, we're not predicting that, right? We're predicting it based off of what we feel like our baselines. And so if I predict Kenneth Walker to get eight to 10 touchdowns, he's probably still not going to be a top six running back. But if he comes out and has 16 touchdowns in a season, well, yeah, like that's, that's usually how you get there is by a massive touchdown ceiling. But he doesn't have that from a receiving profile perspective, and he doesn't have that from a volume perspective either yet. Yeah, and physically hit, hit the nail on the head. Get the wide receiver talk out the system now. Like, just get it out now. Have fun with it. Go get your wide receiver of choice. You know, you want to put uh, right after Brees Hall, you want to have Wilson, London, Burks. You want to have all your favorite wide receivers at the top of rookie drafts. Get it out now. Have some fun this year uh, because that's – I can assure you that looking ahead just the next two draft classes with the players that we mentioned in 23, and then when you get to 24, when you've got potential quarterback prospects like Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers, you've got running backs like Trevion Henderson, Braylon Allen, Donovan Edwards, Will Shipley. Like you're not, you're not even Brock Bowers for that degree. You're not taking any of those wide receivers over a damn quarterback or a running back. So get it out the way this year, man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's that's the way you have to play it. And so I want to switch gears now to an older player who I feel like I've talked you into him a little bit this year. And Janu World Order asked us, where are you at with Michael Thomas? He's never not been a wide receiver one, but has missed the last two years. Buy or sell on good news. Hold. MT, MT, MT. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, 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 the report was... He still has some hurdles to get through before he's yeah. back at 100%. I mean, that sounds about normal, right? It's May. I don't expect – I'm pretty sure there are a lot of guys yeah. that have bumps and bruises right now through this voluntary uh, part of the process. Um, mm-hmm. Contender, what are you paying to get him is my question. Like, what do you have to give up to get MT right now? A second? I mean, I think in a league I traded away Miles Sanders – for Michael Thomas, straight up. I believe it was straight up. And I mean, I was I was heavy in running back in the, on that team too. I'm fine right? with so. that. Yeah, I mean, I I I I think I think for a contending team, MT's healthy. Week one, yeah, uh, you got good. you you got a, you got a uh, you got a wide receiver one on your hands, right? Like wherever he's being, where's our where's our favorite ranking site? Where's Michael Thomas being you valued? Pull it, pull it up, pull up where MT's being valued right now because. If I'm trying to compete, man, he might be one of the cheapest. I'd be interested. MT versus Allen Robinson. Who's the cheaper potential wide receiver, top 12 wide receiver that you can get right now? Tell me, tell me what KTC, KTC, 
They need, hey, we need to come sponsor us, KTC. We, we love y'all. People got so mad that we actually talked about oh, this. this is, wow, that was, a, that was a really good comparison. Okay, right here you go. You have Allen Robinson at 111 overall, or you have Michael Thomas at 113. One, wait, one, wait, one, like so they're 111? Within two spots, this is overall. Yeah, overall. 111. Overall. So that makes yeah, so MT wide receiver what? 111. Oh, he's wide receiver 44 for Allen Robinson and 45 for Michael Thomas. Damn, that was a good call. They're back to back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just rattled off a couple of receivers ahead of both of those guys. Just just for shits and giggles. George Pickens, Jahan Dodson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, Gabe Davis, DeAndre Hopkins, and then you have Allen Robinson, Hunter Renfro, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Kadarius Toney. Michael Gallup, but there's a bit of a tear break there. Tony ahead of them? Tony's behind them. He's I was running down the list, right? So you have Jahan Dotson is wide receiver no, 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 29, no, 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 wide receiver no. 40 is Juju. Just give me the guys yeah. ahead of MT and Robinson. I, I want to see who's going ahead of them. Dodson, Smith Schuster, Chase Claypool, Gabe Davis, DeAndre Hopkins are ahead of Allen Robinson. Yeah, I'd have I'd take A Rob over a couple of those guys, bro. Like straight up. Yeah. A Rob's Would gonna you take smack. him over Mike Williams. I yes. think it's an interesting conversation. Yes. Yes. So Mike Williams is up at wide receiver yes. 37. Yes. A-Rob is going to smash, bro. Would hey, you do take you... him over Cortland Sutton? Allen Robinson over Cortland Sutton this year? Probably. Well, in Dynasty, right? These are Dynasty rankings after all. <laughs> Probably, yes. Because Allen Robinson is I need, I need three years 43. of A Rob, Jay J Rich. Three years. Three years them, of right? A Rob to Stafford. Give me three years of that, man. 100%. Okay, Give me so three years now of that. Now we're going higher. Wide receiver 30, A Rob or Amari Cooper? Oh, give me A Rob. Give me A Rob over think, Cooper. I think you can make the case, man. I, I think give you can me make A Rob over Cooper's Cooper. still 27. Give me A Rob over Coop. Square business. So Ray's got. A Rob, at least you know wide receiver. He should be top thirty six. So? He should easily be top thirty six. Like, why are people? Because you're not... not taking him over the younger receivers, right? You're not going to take him over Amon Ra. No, 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 no. Mooney, no, not Mooney. How about Ayuk? Man, in for a t two, two, three year window, yes, man. Like, what, what, what? I don't care. I don't care what how for two to three years. Allen Robinson tethered to Matt Stafford? Yes, man. Yes. I, I, right. Yes. I know 100%. you take him over Christian Watson. We, anybody that Pickens? wants action on that bet, who outproduces who this year, Allen Robinson or, or Amari Cooper, let's get the, let's let's put that at, let's put that on. Let's lock that shit in. That would be a bad bet for this year because Watson probably not gonna play. But you know. I guess we'll see. Man, How I just, Gabe Davis? I've you got to take him over Gabe I've seen Davis. so much Coop, man. Maybe it's the Dallas bias. He's you good. hate him. No, I don't hate him. He's a very good receiver, but he's inconsistent in fantasy, and he's always been inconsistent, man. He's a great talent, but and he's bad he's, in the cold. He's Her hella inconsistent, man. Like Stafford, Stafford with A-Rob. Nate Liss has been talking about it, too. People are gonna be real. I'm I'm ready for that this year. Stafford with Allen Robinson. This is gonna be fun. Oh, he's gonna be good. This is gonna, gonna be gonna really be fucking good, good this year, man. And next year, straight up, straight up. All right, who else we got? All right. So you wanna you wanna keep rallying up the list? You wanna get the people? Are, okay. Here's a, this one is really interesting for me. Would you take a Rob over Rashad Bateman? 
because you like Rashad Bateman. I do but like the situations Shabby are D. drastically different. I do. T- I do. Yeah. I mean, but I, I probably would take Rashad Bateman with that much youth. He is the wide receiver one on that team. I probably twenty sixth overall right now. He's twenty sixth overall. Yeah, I couldn't take Abrob over him, but I, I like Allen Robinson a lot, man. Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, there you go. About yeah, probably about. 33, 34. So there's some young guys that you would take. Would you take him over Keenan Allen? It's hard. I don't think so. He's just got so much stink on him now for the past couple of years. And then they, they rolled out week one. And the good thing is, look at how involved Odell Beckham was with the Rams. And he was just traded there, right? Like, yeah. like he just he got traded really there. He was really good. You're getting A-Rob is going to be there the entire process, man. Like, there's no working him into the season. Like, when the when the season opens up in September, he's on the field ready to go. And the, the Rams are a team that just funnel targets to their top two receivers, their tight end, their running back, and their wide receiver three. Like, it's going to be Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, a healthy dose of that. Like, Van Jefferson to get his couple of shots down the field. Higby will get his five receptions. But other than that, they're just going to air it out. They re-up Stafford. Stafford signed that extension. At 37 years old, yep. he's still going to be fine. Like, he's still – Aaron Rodgers is 40, 50. You know, Tom Brady, 50 damn years old. Like, 37 is the new is the new 25 in the NFL for the quarterback position. So, as long as the cannon on Stafford doesn't go anywhere, McVay's still calling plays – you got Cooper Cup on one side. This is gonna. This is going to be. A Rob should smash this season, man. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm a big A Rob fan this year, man. Okay, Joe. Um, I want you to just relax for a little bit. Put on some maybe some sage to cleanse the aura because we're gonna be talking about Antonio Gibson right now. Uh-oh. But Ray, oh, what should we do with guys like Antonio Gibson and J.K. Dobbins? Their teams keep signing, drafting guys to compete despite their talents. Should we be looking to move on early and max out their value or trust that, that the talent prevails? For people who missed it, Mike Davis yesterday did sign with the Baltimore Ravens. Don't know what it means. Don't know if he's going to start. But it's not great for J.K. Dobbins, for a guy who's a pretty good pass catcher, looked good in Carolina, looked bad in Atlanta. Now to a run-first offense, J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> I mean, what do we do? And then B-Rob going to uh, Washington – Antonio Gibson's got his ass is hot right now. His I've, ass is hot. I've tried to to cape for Antonio Gibson. Nobody wants to hear it, man. Nobody want nobody wants to hear it. Um It's not going well right now for Antonio Gibson truthers. He's down 32 spots on KTC, our most trusted source in dynasty information. RB17. Remember when he was like RB8? I'm that trying to fight one. the good fight. I need I need the sub I need a sub. Re- Tap relief pitcher. Bring him in. Bring him in. I I, I can't anymore. Um, I still like him. I'm not as concerned about Brian Robinson as everybody else. But apparently the, the entire fantasy football, football space is, is very concerned about Brian Robinson. Very concerned about J.D. McKissick. I've even seen some people, some people are throwing Jared Patterson is still there. He's out there. It's, if, if I no, had to, if I, here's what I did. I traded Gibson in a league because I just didn't want to deal with the headache. I just didn't want to deal with it. I was nervous. Tell me, tell me what you think of this deal. I traded okay. Gibson away for a 2024 first round pick and Juju Smith Schuster. I just got out of him. Oh, yeah. that's a great trade. That's a great yeah. trade. 24 oh, first. I love Juju this year. Yeah, I love Juju. Just this to get year. out. You got the 24 first. Easy. Just, oh, just to get out. I'm doing that. That just to get I'm out. Doing that. Um, J.K. Dobbins. <sighs> 
RB10 on what? on KTC right now. Yeah, man, I'm I'm looking at that. I'm like, I don't know about that. Top 50 pick. RB10. JK Dobbins. Who who are the who are the four running backs immediately behind him? Nick Chubb, Kenneth Walker, Saquon Barkley, and Travis Etienne. Oh no, man. That's too high. RB10? Yeah. You even have Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry behind him behind those two guys too. What are what are what are what are we? Ex- I don't really. I think the thing for me that's weird is that I get the age factor, but Nick Chubb and J.K. Dobbins basically do the same thing, and Nick Chubb does it a lot better than J.K. Dobbins does. So what are the at that point? What are the know. expectations for Dobbins this year? What do people think he's going to do? Fifteen hundred? I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be twelve hundred yards, forty receptions. I I don't know, man. I just I don't see it. Not with what Lamar does and how they play, it just doesn't make sense. This is this is what this is what your league mates do, man. This is this is this is what people believe. J.K. Dobbins are how is how is he worth more now than he like this is yeah like he is the, he's going he, up right now he's he's going how he's up five slots in overall ADP yeah I guess the the answer to your question. I would be selling at RB10 prices. If that's where the community values him and you're telling me I can tear down from Dobbins to Saquon Barkley, Dobbins to Alvin Kamara and pick up draft capital, yep. pick up a player. I, that's I'm 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 not even being I'm just I'm trying to What did he do last year? What were his stats? <laughs> he didn't do anything. He he tore his ACL. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean as a rookie, what do you have like 800 yards rushing his first season? No. Well, no, he played. He I thought he was all right. Man. I think he had like eight something, man. Check check with oh, JK Dobbins there. He did have eight hundred on yeah, I thought he had eight something. Yeah, I thought he had eight Six something. Six yards to carry. Nine touchdowns. Dobbins going into year three. I'm not at RB ten prices. I'm 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 selling him. I'm I'm selling. I'm selling. I'm selling. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're done with that one. Um, would you send the 105 in Superflex for DK Metcalf? What? That's what are you doing, man? This is the question. FF Mark, that's what he wants to know. Would you sell the 105 in Superflex for DK Metcalf? He's rebuilding. He also has the 101 and 103. Yes. Okay. We are moving on. Well, look. Would let, you trade? Ha- <laughs> Jeff. I mean, it's it's not even a top tier receiver for us. Like 105, we're projecting. Right. If we're projecting Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, um, what is it? Drake London, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson. Those are our kind of our tier one guys. JMO is in there, but he's because of the injury, he's kind of fourth right now. Um, like, am I going to take Garrett Wilson or DK Metcalf for their careers? Bro, let me tell you. So we had this talk last night. I trade 102 for DK Metcalf. I would trade 102 Ooh. for. I don't even think that's hot. I don't think it's that's hot. It's not. I've got 102 right now. I can give you my 102 for DK Metcalf. Jay, instant, DK instant Metcalf sell. Is rated higher than Drake London. <laughs> so at that point, it's like if you trust not- the KTC gods, if you're t- looking at Garrett Wilson, who is wide receiver 17, and DK Metcalf is wide receiver 8. Bro, why is uh, I'm why is DK not is DK not valued as a top five wide receiver anymore? Well, who no. are the top who are the top five wide receivers right now? So Chase, Jefferson, Lamb, Brown, Cup, then Waddle, Debo, then DK. So for us, we'd have 
DK ahead of all those guys. I'd have DK we, we over DK C- right up behind AJ Brown. What do you, what do you think about, about DK versus CD? It's easy. I told you, I think I told you already that I have CD at five when we did the wide receiver show. Producer, I had CD at five. I, I like DK a lot. Um, I think DK has a lot of ceiling. I, I Whether it's him or AJ Brown, I don't know. Like AJ Brown got traded, but at the end of the day, I think the situation is very similar. Oh, what the? Come on. What? Wow. People really don't like DK, but I think he's going to be the only guy there and just see a ton of targets. That's why I'm not worried. But it's still got I'm Lockett, not worried about the workload at all. It's still got Lockett. But Lockett could leave. They've been looking to trade Lockett because they want to get out of the contract, right? If they get out of Lockett's contract, then they can extend DK, and it's worth having him because they don't have anybody else on the roster anyways. All right. Yeah. The, the, one, if whoever whoever asked that, uh, I would trade one O everything not named one for DK Metcalf. Every Everything. All of it instantly okay so chris asked would you trade london and dodson for michael pittman and then projected early 23 first no really okay that's pulling at your usc heartstrings a little bit but i'm surprised i thought you'd go the other way london for 23 second no london and dodson for Pittman and a 23 first projected. Oh, early. okay, okay. This is okay. I, I, your thing, I couldn't hear that part. So I, I missed the, uh, I missed the Pittman park. Um, oh, it's a tough question. A projected early 23 first, Michael Pittman for London and Jahan Dotson. Yeah, I think I would rather have Michael Pittman in the early 23 first. I think so, man. Like, I, I love, too. I, I love Drake too. London. I love him. I think he's going to be good, but Pittman is pretty fucking good already. And you're saying a top, let's just say, the even if it's si- top five, right? Yeah, There's yeah. probably five players we'd put ahead of Jahan Dodson. Yeah, give me, right? give me the one. You're getting a small tier down. Give me the 105 and 23. Even if it's the 105, um, you know, Bijan Robinson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, JSN, and then I'll have my choice of. Uh, Boutte, Mayer, you know, the, the Sean Tucker, Gibbs. Yes, give me the 105 and Michael Pittman over Drake London and uh, Jahan Dotson. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm with you too in that. And then so the next one was from, I think his name is Easy. It's Easy Eye, but whatever. Jerry Judy and Javante Williams for two 23 firsts and a 24 first. Which side do you got? The picks or the Man. players? Man. So three first for Javante and Jerry Judy is what the question is, right? Yep, three first for, but one is 24, but two 23s and one 24 for Jerry Judy and Javante Williams. I think that's about what you're going to, like, that's probably fair value, bro. Two firsts for Javante and then a first for Jerry Judy. That's about right. Mm-hmm. So if I needed the picks, um, even if you're rebuilding, though, why would you not want to just keep Javante and Jerry Judy? Those are two young, you know, second and third year players. Even on a retool rebuild team, those are two young assets that you'd probably want on your team. So I don't know why you would do that deal unless you just wanted the picks and try to reset. Um, but that's probably what you're going for. I don't think anyone's giving you three firsts for Javante Williams. So two firsts for no. Javante, one first for Jerry Judy. That sounds about right. So. If you if you want the picks, then I don't think that's a bad deal at all. But uh, I think that's about what it costs to get something like that done. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think it's a good price for either side. It just depends on kind of where you're at overall. Yeah. Then the next question was: I have the 101, 104, 105, and six 23 first in a rebuild. Wow. Crazy to not take Walker over two better wide receivers at four and five. I feel like I have a shot at a better running back next year. 
So wow. we can talk about this a little bit already. Yeah, I mean, when you've got a ton of draft capital like that, um, your pro- your team's probably not going to be ready to go for a couple of years. So my my question is, you know, draft a running back now. You're really not ready to compete for two years. So by the time you're ready to go, your running back's going into year three, opposed yep. to just generally longevity. And this has kind of been disproven as well. You know, your wide receiver. If if London is good, right, going into year three, he's going to be like, now it's time to go, right? Year two, year three. Um, yeah, with so much draft capital in this year and next year, I wouldn't, again, 2022, swing for the fences, man. If you want to just load up on wideouts and you're like, I'll deal with my running backs and quarterbacks next year, then I don't hate it, man. There's no right or – there is kind of a wrong way to do it, but there's no tried and true strategy. So um, I, I don't hate that, man. If you want to – there's a lot of people who take the wide receivers over Kenneth Walker anyway, regardless of all your draft capital. So I don't think that's a bad deal at all, man. Okay, then last question from Mike A, because he's already in the comments asking if we got his question. And don't worry, Mike, we got you. He's curious – of who an active NFL player is right now that you would comp to Josh Downs. I know we don't like to comp, especially this early, but from what you've seen from Josh Downs so far, who do you think he kind of plays like, and how do you think he could could, could succeed at the next level? I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a comp for Josh Downs. I don't. But he's really, really good, man. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's quite Tyler Lockett esque, but he can do some of the things that Lockett does, winning down the field. I think he's a little better after the catch with Yak than Tyler Lockett. But I think Josh Downs is really good. He's right on the cusp of a tier one receiver for me. Right after, like literally right after that cutoff of JSN, Jordan Addison, Kayshawn Boutte, like next in line in that cluster is like Quentin, Quentin Johnston, Josh Downs, right in that next sort of tier for me. Um, you know, they've got him listed at 5'10", 175. He looks thicker than that, Jay. When you watch him, he looks like he looks a lot thicker, a lot yeah. more built than that. Um, he's, he's good, man. Like he's he's Josh Downs is really good. Kind kind of gives me some Tyler Lockett vibes, but I, I'm not I'm not don't don't hold me to that, right? Don't 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 put me on don't 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 write that down in wax. But that's sort of just in my mind, and maybe I just maybe I feel like that because I just said Tyler Lockett. Maybe I'm thinking about that, but. He's really fucking good, man. Josh Downs is legit. As long as he's, as long as through the pre-draft process, he measures in at that five foot ten that North Carolina has him listed at. Which, based on what they've done over the past couple of years, I think they boost the height just a little bit, just a little bit. But Josh Downs has got that kind of vibe, man. He's good, bro. He's good. You know that. Yeah. You like Josh Downs. No. I do like Josh Downs a lot. I think yeah. that depending on how this year goes, he could kind of take that Elijah Moore type of Ooh. ascension. But the problem for me is really just the quarterback play overall, right? He's not, he doesn't have Matt Corral throwing him the ball. He's not playing in the SEC. He's not going to get the same attention as playing in North Carolina. But I think there is a possibility throughout the process that at least, you know, he's still power five. He's still going to play some good teams, maybe a good game against Clemson, against other teams. But I think to your point, he's going to have to weigh in pretty, yeah. pretty well. And he's going to have to yeah. be, obviously, the height will be a bit of a, a concern here we go, Jay. on top of that. We've got a couple of super chats right here from Anthony. All right, rank these guys. Draft draft day for me. JMO, Sky, Watson. Team is young but still a contender. Uh, Watson's last. Um, but are you putting Sky over Watson over JMO or no? Hell no. No, okay. this That's is the order. So this in the that order. order. Yeah, JMO, Sky Moore, Christian Watson. 
That's uh, that's yeah. how I would rank them, just like that. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. All my rankings are there. Somebody's asking about Cam Akers in the Cornerstone rankings. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash all gas. He is no longer a part of the Cornerstone subset. 2020 is out of that. All right, we got one from Matt, too. Let's highlight this one real quick. Got 102 and a retool rebuild. 102, 223 seconds, and Chase Edmonds <clears throat> and Chase Edmonds versus Elijah Moore in a 23 first. Already have 101 in this league. So 102, 223 seconds, and Chase Edmonds or Elijah Moore in a 23 first. What would you rather have? That's tough, man. Drake London in two seconds next year, plus Chase Edmonds or Elijah Moore in a 23 first. I feel like I'm being swayed by that clip that the Jets posted yesterday. Or two it days is. Ago. It's it's with Zach it, Wilson not, throwing it to Elijah. He didn't do Wilson. shit, like, oh, but catch man. a wide open pass, and it sucked you in, man. Like, oh yeah, there it is. There it is. So I think okay, this is this is tough. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take Elijah Moore. I think I'm gonna bet on the talent that I believe Elijah Moore is. As much as I like Drake London. I think you're getting two really good talents with Elijah Moore in the 23 first instead of just the one really good talent in Drake London. As much as I like Drake London, I think I'm going to bet on Elijah Moore's value ascension and obviously Drake London's value decline. And then you get that 23 first, hopefully bolster that roster further. And, you know, in theory, it'll probably be another wide receiver. Depends on depth and, and the settings overall, but I think that's the way I'd go. Elijah Moore in the 23 first. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'd go Elijah Moore in the 23 first. Uh, Chase Edmonds, they just got more running back comments. Just a mess. Just a goddamn mess yeah. in that Miami <laughs> backfield. I, I would be Elijah Moore in a 23 first. Uh, sorry. All right. We got something else? No, that's it for the questions. I don't know if there's any ones in the chat that you liked um, that people were asking. People were asking tons of questions, man. <laughs> I can't even go through all of them. Someone said Rogers, Juju, Parker for Mills, a 23 first and 23 second and a Lave. I'm a visual learner. That's too much for me to I even. I can't. I can't hear it, and I gotta see it. I'm a visual, uh, visual person. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Juju, and Parker for Mills a 23 first, 23 second in the lobby. I think I would honestly probably take Rodgers, Juju, and Parker. Yeah, I, think I, I see people talking about. I like the lobby, um, though. Uh, there's no Gabe Davis hate. I'm all in. Gabe Davis. Whoa. Gabe Davis survived. He survived. He's the he's the wide receiver too. No Sanders. He's all he's they the do is draft two. He's the wide receiver two on Buffalo. He survived. I'm in. If you got Gabe Davis and everyone told you to sell and you still have him, you're feeling pretty good today. I'm uh I'm in on Gabe Davis, bro. I'm in. Yeah. You're not you don't see you don't seem as convinced. No, I'm not I'm not convinced. Um I just again people I see people talking about, oh, he averaged this many snaps and this many PPR points. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you score like fifty points in a game, it's gonna raise your PPR ceiling over the course of a stretch in the season. Uh if you just look at his regular season numbers, they're not that good. But when you have a massive game to end your season, yeah, he's gonna get bumped up a little bit. Mark's talking about Crowder, wide receiver two. I I mean, don't, Mark. don't get me wrong. Get Don't it. get me put, wrong. I'm not, saying, the, I'm not saying he's going to be the wide receiver too, but Josh Allen throws a lot of routes that Crowder is successful with. So, I don't know. Crowder can get open. To we know this. You we and Mark this. You and Mark H we know need this. to put I'm down the I'm not saying wide receiver too, but he's going to eat into that work. Those 100 targets we think are going to Gabe Davis. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Yeah, put, put down, put down, Just put saying. down. Put down the bottle. You and Mark, put down the bottle. It's too early for that. I'm not worried about damn 
Jamison Crowder when it comes to uh, when it comes to Gabe Davis in that offense, man. So, all right, cool. Uh, the chat is going on. The, the chat is uh, chat. We've got an anti Jonathan Taylor in here. That's all right. Just you know, everyone has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Some of y'all are wrong. Just like uh, just like everybody who says that you should be showering without a without a washcloth. So the that wash. Whoever doesn't like Jonathan Taylor takes showers without washcloths. That's how we're going to go with that one. So don't don't worry about it, man. Jay, what are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing tomorrow? You wanted to talk trades for draft picks. I have, everyone everyone was wanted we asked for Q&A questions. Everybody sent us trades. Like everybody Bro. just sent us trades. Bro. So we got a lot of trades to talk about. Send us some more trades. Um you can put it in the thread. You can send it DM it to the wake up account. Whatever you want to do, send us trades for preferably players a lot of people sent us trades picks for picks and that's great but we want to see what kind of players you're getting for these picks preferably recent after the draft don't send us you know you trading the 106 for dk metcalf two months ago try to find us some recent ones and then we also have some in the patreon as well that people dropped so we do have that um a few more trades going in there as well here we go this is a good one to go out on right here top five arms in the 2023 draft Top five arms, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. You got to you gotta put Bryce Young in the top Bri- five. Yeah, yeah, Bri- you're, well, you're, I thought, I mean, CJ, I started with CJ Stroud. I'd say them synonymously. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and where's the next arm at? You know who it is? You're just talking arms? The guy out of Coastal? No, man. Just arms, arm talent. You know who it is, right? Bonex. The Rattler. I have no idea. The Rattler. No. Yes. No. Well, you're just talking. You're just Arm talking talent? about. He didn't say. He didn't say draft slot. But doesn't just, DJ you have a be- have more arm talent than no Spencer than Rattler is is the issue isn't Spencer Rattler's arm talent at all like that it ain't it ain't it ain't his arm talent it's everything else that goes into playing quarterback but it ain't his arm it ain't his arm so uh, and if y'all think and trust me. I'm uh, nah. Will Will Van Tyler Van Dyke doesn't have the Todd arm Dyke, that Spencer yeah. Radler has. Y'all people are prisoners of decision making moments. No, there he is one of the most talented tools quarterbacks in the league, straight up. And if anybody wants to anybody wants to debate that, we can. He said top five arms, not top five quarterbacks, not top five draft capital, not top five gonna be NFL dynasty pick. The question was top five arm, and there's no doubt Spencer Rattler has one of the best arms in college football, one of the worst decision makers, one of the worst processors. But just arms, y'all, y'all ain't half of the people talking about yuck. They probably never even watched him play. Probably ain't even watched him play. They just know he wasn't good. Know he had to go to South Carolina. Yeah, but legit. McCall. But legit. When you're talking arms, Spencer Rattler. It ain't his arm that's the issue. It's all the other stuff. So uh, appreciate y'all tapping in, tapping in tomorrow. We're going to go through trades for these rookie picks, and uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good one. We out. Peace.